0: All right, what's going on, boys? Welcome to the channel. This is the first video. We got Johnny Manziel, Geist jersey in the background. Nice $60 setup. You know, Uh, it's going to be the first video on this channel. We're going to go over fantasy football, football, basketball, college basketball, some UFC, you know, anything that my degenerate self is going to be betting on and playing, man. So today, it's the end of June. Time for fantasy football, man. Time to get serious. Time to get those those rankings together. Time time to do get some mock drafts going. We don't like losing over here, man. So today, we're going with our our simple tier one elite running backs. Nothing too crazy. Pretty much right on par with ADP, but it's important to go over these guys. So Let's get into it, man. First up, we got Christian McCaffrey, bro. C-Mac. A beauty of a man. He's the bell cow of bell cows. He just signed a mega extension. Four years, I think, 38 mil guaranteed. Something crazy. He's a top paid running back. It's easy. If I'm I'm in the one-on-one spot, I'm going McCaffrey, and I'm not even thinking about it. He was number one in snap share, opportunity share, targets, goal line carries, and weighted opportunities last year. His player profiler page is stacked. He's also top five in carries, red zone touches, rushing yards, receiving yards, receptions, total touchdowns. He had a monster Ah. year last year. He was top three all time in yards from scrimmage last year. He had an all time great fantasy season. Do I expect him to put up a legendary season again? No, but do I have the complete confidence that with McCaffrey in my RB1 spot that I'm going to be chilling by the time I get to the end of the second. Yeah, he's he's that guy. He's he's an iron man. He's never missed a game. He was the RB1 in 2019, he was the RB2 in 2018 and they just got Joe Brady and Teddy Bridgewater. That's an upgrade at quarterback. Kyle Allen kind of a bum last year. Ron Rivera, I I personally don't think that he's a great coach. So I'm excited to see what Matt Rule can do. But Joe Brady is that big signing that's going to change this offense. Joe Brady last year had Joe Burrow and that LSU offense buzzing, probably the greatest college offense of all time. So you get Joe Brady in there, you get Teddy Bridgewater, and what it does is it, it creates a crazy floor for Christian McCaffrey. At the least, he'll be a top three running back if he plays all 16 games and that's what you want in fantasy there's no reason to overthink it there's no reason to go for saquon i know i know the quads can be very enticing especially if you're a giants fan but there's no need McCaffrey. is going to get catches he caught 116 balls last year he's that guy he's that guy on the field and off the field he's dating miss universe there's nothing more you could ask from the guy guy's a straight up stud so there's not much more to go over Next up, we got Saquon Barkley. The man with quads, I have never seen anything like it. The problem is, is that his ankles aren't as thick as his quads are. He had a high ankle sprain and derailed his 2019 season. The guy's superhuman. Usually, high ankle sprains are almost a death sentence. A high ankle sprain will usually get you out for like six to eight weeks, I think four to eight weeks, I've heard. And he came back after two games. Now, that's impressive but it also it means that we can, we can discount the, the bad games he had coming off injury. I'd call it a lost season despite him finishing RB7 in points per game. The offensive line last year was the 17th best, and that's a huge improvement from what he had in his rookie year. It was the 17th best. You got Kevin Ziegler and Will Hernandez, and then they just drafted Andrew Thomas. Andrew Thomas wasn't a big name coming out of drafts, but he was a number one-ranked offensive tackle uh, by PFF. I made a little little pretty penny betting on Andrew Thomas as the first offensive tackle off the board back in April, and it paid off huge. Um, he wasn't somebody everyone was talking about, but I can tell you the guy's solid. He's not going to bust for them. He's going to be a great, I don't know if he's going to play right or left, but he's going to be great for for Saquon Barkley, uh, for what Saquon Barkley needs. I'm not, I'm not sure so much about his, uh, his longevity, and I, I, I'm not an offensive line guy. But I can tell you that whoever they had at left tackle or right tackle last year, Andrew Thomas is an instant upgrade over him, and it can't hurt. Uh, the offensive will also improve along with the offensive line. So you got Daniel Jones, Danny Dimes, man. He threw, he was going crazy last year, and we, we've seen the sophomore jump. You can think of Carson Wentz and Jared Goff and, and Patrick Mahomes in his second year, and guys seem to take that, that leap in that second year, like Josh Allen last year. So we're going to see Dan, Danny Dimes come into that second year. I don't like that they have Jason Garrett as the OC, but it's something that something we can look past when you look at Saquon Barkley. The guy was a bulletproof prospect, probably the greatest running back prospect of this generation. When you look at his player profiler page, he's got he's got sky-high bars everywhere, 97th percentile and above, and literally everything. If he had tested in agility, I'm sure he would have done something crazy there. Great dominator, great spark score, college target share in the 94th percentile. He can catch passes. And that's why he's so safe. Is that week to week he's gonna catch passes, he's gonna go off, he's gonna go crazy. He might have some of those games, you know. We've seen those Saquon games where it's a rush for two yards, rush for three yards, rush for four yards, rush for negative three, and then he just breaks off one for 75 and a touchdown. His his home run ability and his special his special gift that he has with that four four speed. You you gotta if you're in that two spot, there's no reason to overthink it. You grab Saquon. And you worry about the rest of your team in the next round. There's no reason to overthink it and and think uh, you got some kind of edge or go go for last year's crazy running back, Derrick Henry. Saquon Barkley, he's that guy. He's going to be a top five running back. Uh, And that's as simple as it is. Between these next two, it's pretty close. But I have Ezekiel Elliott as my RB3. Um, I just want to start this off by saying I don't care he got coronavirus I honestly couldn't give a shit I don't care who gets coronavirus I'm not gonna I'm not gonna look, look out for coronavirus and say oh you got coronavirus he's not gonna get it in the future I, I don't care it's not gonna move up or down in my rankings I'm not moving Tony Pollard up I'm not moving Zeke down or up it, it, nothing changed for me after he tested positive I, it doesn't do anything for me man um, but what we do know is that Zeke is gonna eat he's mr. consistent when you look at his career over the last four years since he's been a rookie Every time that he's played over 15 games, he's gotten over 300 carries and 1,300 rushing yards, except for that one season where he was suspended. The reason why he's number three, though, is he doesn't have the same receiving profile that a uh, C-Mac or Saquon has. Ezekiel is going to catch somewhere in the 50 receptions range. It's not going to—he's not going to be in that 75 to 100 plus like a Saquon or a um, C-Mac. Zika, it's safe, his offensive line's great. You got Tyron Smith, you got, uh, what's his name? It's the, the fourth best offensive line last year, according to Pro Football Focus. It's always top five. That, that offensive line's always going to eat. On top of that, they were the number two best offense last year, and now that Jason Garrett's bum ass is out of there, they got Kellen Moore taking control of the offense, and they're going to go crazy. They were the number two last year in DVOA, that can only, it, it's not, the, I'm not going to say they're going to be number one, but 100% top five to top 10. It's going to be a great offense, a lot of touchdowns. They got C.D. Lamb. It's going to be a high, high-powered offense. It's going to be up there with the Chiefs, the Buccaneers, those kinds of scorers. Got the ninth easiest schedule, plenty of scoring opportunities, and I'm not scared of Pollard. He'll get, he'll get his touches here and there, and at the end of the games when they're up big. Uh, if you're scared of Tony Pollard, just grab him as a handcuff. Next up, we got Alvin Kamara. Last year was also kind of similar to Saquon Barkley, kind of a lost season in my opinion. I kind of I'll throw it out. I don't really care what he did last season, even though he did pretty well. His coach put out on um, I saw this blurb on Roto World. Joel Thomas confirmed that Alvin Kamara played through knee, ankle, and back injuries last season. The guy. Was, was a walking injury report. He wasn't at 100%, and and you can see that in the game logs. I pulled up on Rotoviz. You Look at the game logs when he was healthy. So in the five games before he, he sprained his ankle, he was averaging 2.6 more half PPR points. He was he was rushing for more. He was more productive, and even then, I felt like he got off to a slow start. I expect him to really pick things up in 2020, and on top of that, he's due, he's due for more touchdowns. Last year, he only had six total touchdowns in 14 games. In the two years prior, prior, he had 18 touchdowns and then 13 touchdowns his rookie season. In those years, he was the RB3 and RB4, and those were with Mark Ingram. So everybody's saying that Latavius Murray, I know that some guys are targeting Latavius Murray late. That's not a bad idea, but don't look at Latavius Murray and think that Alvin Kamara can't be an RB1 in fantasy. He's going to be that guy. He did it with Mark Ingram. He can do it with Latavius Murray. There's no reason to have any kind of doubts over Alvin Kamara's workload. On top of that, they have the fifth best offensive line, Sean Payne and Drew Brees. There's no reason to really doubt Alvin Kamara's ability at all. So don't overthink it. Don't go for guys like Derrick Henry. Alvin Kamara, I know he had a slow year last year, but he was the R B eight in points per game. He has the potential to be the R B one in fantasy. He's he's a guy who could win leagues at the around that one oh four spot, just like McCaffrey did last year. That's the end of the tier the tier one running backs. Next video, we're gonna go over the tier two running backs, which is going to be a little bit more in depth where I go over who I'm high on and who I'm low on. This this video is pretty chalk, but it's a it's a must-make video for the start of the fantasy season. Follow me at Ron Stewart underscore on Twitter and subscribe down below on this channel for more, for more cool YouTube videos, sports videos, I don't know. I'm gonna, we'll, we'll see how this channel goes out and um, we'll see how it plays out and uh we'll go from there maybe some vlogs maybe some some uh maybe some live reactions when i'm betting on games i don't know man so we're just gonna feel it out and if you got any suggestions leave some comments below uh, i'll see you in the next video man